guys welcome back to floral couch conversations i'm emily and i'm Alyssa. and today we have another wonderful guest our friend chelsea chelsea Bell. hi guys <laughs> thanks she's, for having me she's coming to us live from her closet <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's a big closet though it, i mean whatever works like harry potter this would have been a big upgrade it's not it's not a bad <laughs> closet there's a mattress in here and i'm still in here there's room it's a good oh, so it's, it's comfy it's a good size closet well oh. i'm sitting on my dirty laundry actually but oh well it's also provides a little support it's comfortable multi-purpose yes <laughs> so chelsea you are currently living in portland oregon not maine Right. Is there that a was port- a big question when I moved, actually. A lot of I people didn't even asked know that. there was a Portland, Maine. It's much smaller, so it was strange that so many people asked me if I was moving to Maine. Yeah, interesting. Okay. I feel like Maine is a super random state that no one I agree, really talks I would, about I a lot. I not move to Maine. It's <laughs> Maine. It's cold there. There's lobsters. The, yeah, and I, I'm terrified of seafood, so pass. <laughs> Okay, so we met you in college, but you were not there for long. You eventually transferred. So why don't you just give us a little rundown about your school and career journey? Sure. So it's a weird journey, but I definitely wouldn't change anything, even though there were some times when I thought that I did some dumb things. And I did, but it was all for the best. So I went to St. Thomas, as you know, because I met you there eight years ago, which oh my god, absurd. I was just thinking about that this morning. I was like, that's kind of gross that we're old enough to talk about college. And it was almost a decade ago. No, it was seven years ago. Was it eight? Well, it's 2019. So I graduated high school. Oh, okay. So it was like seven and a half. Okay, don't make me feel one more year older than I am. Well, and if Chelsea feels old, Chelsea, you're like a year I know, younger you're than younger. both of us. <laughs> so, but, but you're still 26, Alyssa. For so now. technically the same age. <laughs> For like another month. Yeah. Back to what I was saying. I went to St. Thomas. I actually was hoping to go to the University of Minnesota, but the year that I applied, it was like a record number of applicants um and it's a really dumb story but my guidance counselor didn't send in my official transcripts and like still a little bitter about it but it's fine (laughs) um it's okay like it all worked out like I said but it was just like a bunch of weird things along the way but I ended up applying to St. Thomas mostly because Gianna was going there truth be told I'm sure I wouldn't have said that at the time but like that's for sure I just needed to go to a different school um your best friend Gianna right yes yeah who lives here now yeah I just realized I didn't tell anyone that but yeah she moved here in December oh that's fun yeah she's like a little bit outside of the city but like really I've seen her a few times like 20 minute drive or something not far okay yeah Yeah. not bad Mm -mm. um but uh, that's where I went to St. Thomas and we didn't want a room together or anything and Needed to meet new people. So I met you guys. Lucky me. <laughs> and I was roommates with Jamie and sweetmates with Alyssa. And then Emily lived down the hall. And we bonded over coloring and manatee shirts. <laughs> it was a good time. Um, but I went to St. Thomas for one semester. Because I just like could not afford it. And also, I'm so glad I couldn't. Because I was not taking it seriously at all. I got like really bad grades that semester. 
so after that, I moved back home very reluctantly. It was a sad time. I was bummed to leave you guys. And I moved back home and I was a debt collector for like almost a year, which is really weird. But anyway, I used that to like that money to pay off my debt to St. Thomas. And then I applied to UW-Milwaukee, which I mostly chose because my friend Louie went there. <laughs> it's like, I now I can admit these things <laughs> since they're over. Um, but yeah, I mostly went because he was there and I just wanted to live in a bigger city. So I went to Minnesota, or sorry, Milwaukee for undergrad. And then I actually went straight into grad school after I finished, um, my bachelor's in biology. I went to the same school, but a different building, but whatever, same school, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee for their master's of public health program. And then after that, I moved to Portland and... Now I'm on this podcast with you guys. So that <laughs> that brings us to the present. I want to talk a little bit about our it was only a semester that we were hanging out at in college together, but about you already mentioned manatees. Are you still bitter about a certain manatee? Listen. Yes. I still I just don't understand why someone would take the time to rip down our hard work and also the manatee that we made was so cute emily like i okay, love that manatee let's back up and give a little bit more context <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> i'm just immediately mad and like going off about <laughs> what you you've talked about sex maniac on your podcast before that's right we have so background i don't know if i've talked about how much i love manatees on this podcast though Let's you, definitely go on a tangent then. Tell I mean, the whole you kind of did um, when you were talking about you'd be a squirrel mixed with a manatee. Mixed with oh, that. that's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. So background, fourth grade, I did a project about manatees. And ever since that project, I've just been obsessed. Like, they're just such majestic creatures. They're so great. <laughs> and you cannot just, like, be happy when you see them swimming around. And they're just so cute. And they were endangered. And now they're technically not anymore. So it's pretty amazing. So Chelsea and I bonded because she supported my manatee thing, whatever it is. Because I, I, it was like a little strong, too, because I felt the same way about goats. Like we were just kind of intense about our right. favorite animals. Yeah, at the we, time. Were, we were kindred spirits with our favorite they animals. <laughs> So Chelsea being this like super creative person who's always having ideas and making things worked at the res life desk and so we snuck in and took this big ream of blue paper and made a giant manatee out of it and then put it up on the wall in our dorm lounge and made outfits for it and so for Chris. <laughs> For Christmas, we had, like, a Santa outfit on the manatee, and then there was, like, some other outfits that we did. And then Chelsea also made mini Santa manatees that we put on everyone's door. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. Yeah. Okay, so, like, this perfectly sums up how my grades were, because I was, like, making <laughs> giant and mini manatees right before final. <laughs> but no fun. regrets. No regrets. <laughs> Then Chelsea left and we were all really sad, but we kept this manatee up as a tribute to her. Oh. And and then one day it was just gone. And we still don't really know exactly what happened, but we were pretty sure that right. sex, sex maniac, the girl who lived in the 
floor next to me and I bet you, you can probably guess why we called her sex maniac again like do whatever you want but we just don't want to hear it and also exactly. never touch my manatee again <laughs> yeah. in your life <laughs> She was always, like, drunkenly running through the halls and yelling and making noise. And, like, after we heard her on, like, a drunken rampage one night, the manatee was gone and never to be seen again. So, so sad. She probably has it up in her house somewhere. (laughs) She's still the prime suspect. I hope she still has it so she can feel guilty every time she puts his top hat on. So that's the story of the manatee. We will never figure out what happened, but the memory lives on. The memory lives on. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about Milwaukee because I've known a couple of people that have gone to like Marquette and have spent time in Milwaukee or lived there. And it can be kind of sketchy, at least the stories I've heard. So did you experience that at all? This is something that I have a complicated relationship with, mostly because of my master's program. So Milwaukee is, I think, thought of, like, in Wisconsin, like, people hear the name and they're, like, immediately kind of scared and they picture, like, shootings and a bunch of bad things happening. And not to say that that isn't true, but Milwaukee is the most segregated city in the whole country. So it just has, like, a really weird past Um Well, actually, it's not that weird. But anyway, the past is kind of a sad story. And there was like redlining and a lot of um, not good policies. So they're like, it's kind of just split up into sections that are very poor and like high crime. And then there are areas where everyone's like actually a millionaire. It's really weird how, how like, I mean, there are places where it's kind of divided, but it's like a street there and you can just tell that you've like crossed into the other part but um Marquette is in more of a like higher crime neighborhood in general so like I think the people who go to Marquette if they lived over there it's like a little spooky like I truthfully like probably wouldn't have walked around over there like alone at night just in case and by UWM too actually there are people who um like mugged students a lot which is a bummer but yeah Milwaukee can be a little sketchy but I I love Milwaukee and I mean there's a lot of good things too (laughs) (laughs) okay so you majored in biology and then you went to grad school what did you study in grad school um, so my master's program was in public health and then instead of like majors, we have concentrations and mine was in epidemiology, which is a big word that basically just means like studying disease etiology or like where they come from, like figuring out, um, like for example, if you saw the movie Contagion, when they like try to figure out where the source of the original, um, like person who got sick, like where that came from, the pork that it was. That's like an epidemiologist's work, which isn't exactly what I want to do, actually. <laughs> um, I mean, the concentration mattered less. So I thought that that's what I would want to do and more like data stuff. But I think I'm more interested in like public health programs. So kind of like creating programs or like making them better for like kids or people in poverty or even like college students really any like group of people who need extra resources or whatever so is that what you've always wanted to do no I 
am so jealous of people who are like, oh, when I was five, I decided I wanted to be a meteorologist and now I am. Because when I was like <laughs> little, I wanted to be a traveling missionary. Like that's actually what my like dream job was as a child, which is cute, but like obviously not what I'm doing now. <laughs> And I thought I wanted to be a teacher for a while. Like, I still don't know exactly what I wanted to do. Like, truth be told, there's still some pieces of the puzzle to figure out there. So I guess I just want to know that, um, like, the work that I'm doing is helping other people and, like, also fulfilling me and is things that I want to do and I'm good at. So I'll let you know when I do. (laughs) Story of my life. Yeah, I feel you, Emily. So what are you doing now? So when I moved here, I didn't have a job or an apartment or anything so I ended up getting a job at a clinic which is like the most relevant out of all the other things that because public health jobs are really slow like the turnaround process like it could be a couple months before you hear about an interview so I kind of knew that I was going to need something in the meantime and I found a job at a clinic um, and the position is kind of like a clinic manager like you do a lot of inventory I've been trained to like draw blood um, do labs CPR certification like lots of insurance paperwork kind of like receptionist things so it's a mix of a lot of things Um, but at the clinic I work at it's like chiropractic and physical therapy and massage so there isn't any like labs or blood drawing or anything so really I mostly just like manage inventory and like check people in it's it's definitely the easiest job I've ever had which is kind of funny (laughs) um but yeah so that's what I'm doing now and and I really like my coworkers. I'm glad to know that in a clinical setting I've like almost fainted and thrown up multiple times at work because things are so gross like I can't watch someone's cyst be drained like and now I know that about myself so that's good (laughs) but yeah yeah I thought I wanted to be a doctor when I was at St. Thomas that was like my whole plan I don't want to be a doctor like that would be horrible I'd be so nervous and I'd be like puking on people (laughs) yeah because for a while did you want to be like a dermatologist yeah and the only reason I wanted to be a dermatologist because I was like oh that's like not gonna be as gross like I I don't know why I think I've just always liked the idea of helping people and being involved with like improving health um but I've never, I, like, I studied or took the class or whatever to become a CNA. And I never even took the test because I had such a hard time being around people who were dying. Like, I just, I'm too emotionally invested in everyone and everything. So, like, I could, I would be a horrible doctor, truly. I would just break down. And I used to want to be a veterinarian, too. But then I found out that they have to, like, put animals down. And I was like, oh, never mind. So I just can't deal with, like, people being unwell, I guess. (laughs) I want to be on the preventative end. So, yeah, I did want to be a dermatologist, but mostly just because I was, like, 18 and thought that I knew everything. (laughs) I I didn't, and I know less now, I think. (laughs) Okay, so backing up again a little bit, tell us how you decided to move to Portland. And were you looking at any other places besides there, or, like, what drew you to Portland? Yeah, so a friend of ours from St. Thomas, Yan Yan, lives in Seattle. Um, and one of my, Louie, who I went to Milwaukee with, and then um, a friend of mine from high school, Andy, they moved to Seattle like two years ago. 
And I'd seen Yen Yen whenever I went to visit them, which was quite a few times. Um, and I really liked, like, I knew from even when I started grad school, like, I knew I really wanted to try moving somewhere else, somewhere new, somewhere far away, because it just felt like if I didn't do it um, now, I mean, this is like just me being me, but I was like, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. So kind of just like forced myself into it. And at that point in time, like when I first had the idea, that was like almost three years ago. So I had only been dating Ben for like two years. So it was a lot of things that I knew I wanted to do, but I didn't know how they were going to work or like if I was going to move with my boyfriend, which I did. Um, But so I guess just like having that conversation, like, hey, just so you know, I think I want to move. And then it came to the time where he was like, okay, like I would go with you. And I was like, okay, great. And then we talked about places that we'd want to go. We both knew that we wanted somewhere for sure warmer than <laughs> Wisconsin. I hate winter like a lot more than the average person. So I, I just couldn't, nowhere colder, not Maine. No. <laughs> so um, I would have, at the time, I thought I would want to move maybe to Seattle. And then I knew Portland wasn't far and I had visited Oregon a couple of times Um when I came to Seattle, we did like road trips and camping trips and stuff out in Oregon. And it was great. And I knew that the weather was better, like cloudy, but better for sure. I'm not really an East Coast person. I don't think I'm like fast enough <laughs> to be an East Coast person. Like I'm not like I would be too late for everything. So we were talking about Seattle, Portland, and Ben really likes Colorado. So he was talking about maybe moving to Denver. Um, but I've never been to Colorado and I mean, it sounds nice, but I was personally just not going to move somewhere I hadn't been. And I just don't have like a lot of connections there compared to here. Like I do have a few people that I know and now more like since Gianna moved and I've met people, but whatever. So we were kind of deciding between Portland, Seattle and Denver. And I didn't really want to do Denver and he thought, like, Seattle was, like, a little bit big. And he wasn't, I mean, and, like, he wasn't 100% sure that he wanted to move where, like, one of my best friends lived, which is fair. Because, like, I, <laughs> I would be gone all the time hanging out with Louie. And um, it's also much bigger. So, I don't, it's more expensive, bigger, whatever. We, just harder to navigate. So, we ended up deciding on Portland. And I visited before we were, like, 100% sure and did some apartment searching and like explored a little bit so he hadn't been here but we ended up deciding on Portland so here we are I don't know if it's like a permanent decision or anything I just knew I wanted to try something new and I do really like it here like a lot of the things that I read kind of matched up with the kind of environment I wanted to be in so it could be permanent just depending on wherever life takes you no plans to move back in a certain timeline well uh like before I moved I remember telling everyone I knew I was like but it's okay though like everyone calm down like no one's crying I'm moving back in like (laughs) three to five years like duh but I feel like that's something I always say whenever I have to leave something because it's hard for me it might just be like a a mental thing because I remember when I left Minnesota I was like I'll move back the second I graduate, like I'm moving back to Minnesota and we're all living together in the gray storms forever. 
and you, we were all like, okay, okay. So I always say that. I think I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to go back to places. I've never, like, if I ever, like, quit a job, I just don't ever go back in. I don't know what it is. I can't. But maybe I'd move back to Wisconsin. Like, I mean, all my family's there. And, like, most, like, all of my, basically everyone I know, aside from, like, a handful of people, are all there. So I don't know. It could, maybe it could be permanent if, like, the stars align or, like, if I find the right job or... I don't know, but I have absolutely no idea. So (laughs) after going through your first Portland winter, is it definitely better than Wisconsin and Minnesota? Yes. Oh my gosh. Like people are dramatic here, like about the cold. It'll be like, I'm not kidding. Like 45 degrees and people have those like floor length North face quilted coats on. And I'm like, okay, what? So yeah. So I was like, (laughs) that's a good sign. Like if this is that clothing is required for this weather like that's a good sign and it wasn't um very rainy this winter like it's been kind of rainy this spring but the winter like really wasn't cold very mild it snowed like two times and by like snowed I mean dusted and everyone panics and like everything closes (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's definitely better and like already now it's getting into like 70s and 80s and there's like a ton of sunshine like I think everyone thinks it's always cloudy here but really it's like when it's cloudy here in the winter it would be like negative 40 and snowing and like wind burn to my face in Wisconsin so like I'll take I'll take a rainy day the weather's definitely better in my opinion (laughs) that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for yes you're you're gonna love in life yes okay so how first of all how did you meet Ben so everyone loves this story I don't know why but Ben and I both worked in the produce department of like a local grocery store in Milwaukee outside of Milwaukee in Whitefish Bay and we were just like working together and I guess honestly like the details are feel far away from now I don't remember everything exactly but we met at work and we were friends and then we ended up dating and we didn't ever stop dating. <laughs> <laughs> so I think a lot of people are still surprised by that too. Like, wow, no one saw that coming. So, and I hadn't, he's my first like actual boyfriend too. So it's a little funny, but we met at work stocking apples. Is he from Wisconsin too? So Ben is actually from Oconomowoc, which is like, 40 minutes outside of Milwaukee and so it's the most classic Wisconsin city name <laughs> exactly yeah cu- yes Oconomowoc that's our like oh well who cares that's our wi-fi password and I remember when we set it up <laughs> <laughs> the guy who came like Ben was like I was like okay so like what do you want our password to be like dogs one two three four and he was like what the heck like no I was like why not it's <laughs> the first thing that came to mind <laughs> And he's like, we should make it Oconomowoc. And I was like, Ben, you're going to have to go over to this man who's setting up our internet right now and tell him you want the password to be Oconomowoc. And you're going to have to spell it to him then. And he's like, fine. And he did. And everyone who's visited is like, what? Why is that? Like, what is that? Why is that your password? And then Ben gets to tell them about his lovely hometown. But that's where he's from. Anyway, I always go off on tangents. Anyways, from like 45 minutes outside of Milwaukee, Oconomowoc. And so he's always lived in Wisconsin, like in like a 30 mile radius of there, which is kind of crazy. And he was like very excited about the idea of moving. And um, 
like all of his friends are all from Wisconsin. They're almost all still in Wisconsin or um, Chicago area. Um, or he has like two friends in LA, but that's it. So like, it's, it was a big move for him too. So like his core group of friends is people. He, a kid, like a child, which is kind of fun. I, I think that sounds fun to like have the same group of friends forever, but clearly I'm not one to stay in one place for very long. <laughs> <laughs> so when you moved to Portland, you, you ended up driving there like a couple times by yourself, right? Or was it just one? So I drove one time completely solo from Milwaukee to Seattle, and then I flew back for your wedding, Emily. And then um, I drove again with Ben from Milwaukee to Portland. So I did the drive twice, but I only like drove once. And obviously it was completely different when I was alone and when I was with Ben. I found out that you were driving by yourself just because you were like, posting snapchats of your location like whenever you would stop and you had like a snap of your tent in missoula montana and i was like hey my aunt lives there you should, you should. and then i texted you and found out that you were like driving across the country by yourself and just like camping in random places at night which is like totally I respect that, but I think I would be scared. Were you, like, scared to camp by yourself? Okay, so, first of all, I'm sorry that I forget to be someone who should share information, like, hey, I'm driving across the country. No, <laughs> so I, I, I apologize that you didn't share share it with me. I was just like, what is Chelsea doing? Flash I know, I just, never, I just never think anything is like, I'm like, oh, that's not a big of a deal. And you're like, wait, what? But anyway, I wasn't scared. I... Just in general, I try not to let myself get scared by things. I told Alyssa recently, like, I stopped watching Criminal Minds, like, (laughs) five years ago, and I'm just better for it. So I'm, like, not scared of things anymore because I stopped watching true crime shows. But I also made a decision for sure that I was not going. At first, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do Airbnbs, but my budget was low. And so I was like, oh, I could, like, stay in a room of, like, cute old couples houses and I was like oh my gosh no they're gonna kill me for sure so (laughs) I instead I decided to say KOA campgrounds because they're like very close to each other like there's people everywhere and the office was like right there so I stayed in campgrounds that were pretty secure and like had a pool and like there were a ton of kids and stuff so it wasn't like as scared it's not like I was like camping in the woods alone which some of my friends thought I was and and they were bummed that I didn't I was like I can't believe you think I should like drive into the woods alone in I don't know where and camp so I was not gonna do that and I also didn't know how to set up my tent truth be told a couple who happened to be from Illinois set up my tent for me the first night and, like, showed me how to do it. So I'm really glad that I was Aww. there with them. Yeah, they were so sweet. Making some friends while driving across the country. <laughs> Those were my two friends we'll probably never see again, but good time. <laughs> so where, where all did you stop along the way, if you remember? I think I actually wrote it down. So let's see. Um, so I drove from Milwaukee to La Crosse to see my parents, like huge trip, three hours, whatever. And then I drove from there to, I think 
Bismarck was the next place I stopped in North Dakota. I drove like a lot of hours every day because Louie's birthday was um, like four days out. And so I was like, oh, I can do it in that many days. I was going to do longer, but I wanted to be there for his birthday. So then I stopped in Bismarck and then I think in Missoula. And then I, I think I just went all the way from there to Seattle. I drove like 12 hours the last day, something like that. Missoula to Seattle is only like nine-ish hours, I think. Nine? Maybe it was less. Maybe it was 12. The day. It feels so far away from like so long ago. But um, <laughs> I was planning on stopping more, but I just wanted to be done. Even though it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. And there was lots of musicals that no one was telling me to turn off. It was a nice time. And I was driving like <laughs> 85 the whole way because there's like minimal speed limits. It was great. Yeah, I feel like that would be a time for, like, lots of thinking and self-reflection and, like, mentally preparing for this, like, next step in your life. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it it was just, like, so nice to just – first of all, I love driving. Like, I think it's just so, like, freeing and great. And driving not in a city, like, into, like, beautiful mountains and, like, this place that you're moving, driving across the country to by yourself is a really good, fun – experience like it definitely feels awesome like any type of road trip I think I never thought I was like into road trips but I now I highly recommend them they're very they're great it's great I feel like I could see you just like buying an RV and road tripping around the country maybe I I think a lot of people think that sounds I like need a home base though so like even though it was so fun and like everything was like a huge whirlwind in between graduating with my master's and then moving like I didn't have I stayed at like a friend's apartment and then I I don't know I just didn't really have a house and like my car was just full of (laughs) my stuff and then I drove it to Seattle so it was it was fun for like a period of time but I like I love having like a home base so maybe if I had like multiple homes throughout the country and then I like (laughs) traveled from one to one that sounds fun but that's in a few years at least (laughs) a few decades three to five years a couple (laughs) lifetimes we'll see how many houses I own in three to five years I'm not Alyssa whatever I I just I'm so you're such an adult you're so much more of an adult than I am to me you have a career and a home it doesn't like feel like I don't know I feel like I have imposter syndrome I'm like this can't be real like the other shoe's about to drop (laughs) yeah I'm happy for you I think it's awesome and you knew what you wanted to do and you did it and you're also just like very responsible with money and I'm not well thanks you're welcome you guys I get called out a lot I did when I moved here people would be like are you from Wisconsin and I didn't even know I had an accent and so now I like practice saying things not through my nose because I just get made fun of all the time <laughs> like with Wisconsin like that's pretty pretty midwestern so if I, they say like Wisconsin like, no I was knows. gonna say yeah did they take do they say Wisconsin weird because I feel like a lot of people say like Wisconsin like yeah, softly. So it, yeah it sounds like Wisconsin or like Minnesota but like there's no airflow through I feel like they don't even know how to like use nasal sounds like you should I was trying to say what was it there's this restaurant called whole bowl which is really hard to say anyway but w-h-o-l-e-b-o-w-l and I was like whole bowl and no one understood what I was saying for like a half hour I just had to spell it (laughs) 
So <laughs> take it down to the there lake. Are some, <laughs> there are some words that are like unavoidable. Like I agree. To Rag. not have an accent. Bagel. <laughs> Bag. I can't say Minnesota Bag. without having a Minnesota accent. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Well, because if you didn't, it would sound like Minnesota. Minnesota. That sounds Minnesota. horrible. Yeah, like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to not elongate that O. Just, I like it. Don't change who you are. <laughs> so, Chelsea, you're also a dog walker, correct? I am. It's my favorite when did Hobby. you start when did you start that um I was in Milwaukee and I can't remember like maybe it was like an ad or something I just saw that you could become a dog walker oh you know what it was my friend's mom was doing it just for fun because she liked dogs and I was like oh I should do that I love dogs um and so I just started it as like it wasn't really meant to be income it was meant more to just be like a fun thing but once you become, like, kind of an established dog walker, there's, like, a whole network. It's kind of weird. Like, I wasn't expecting this. But there's, like, a whole network of people who communicate with each other. And, like, you can find dog walking gigs and, like, house-sitting gigs. And um, so I kind of did that in Milwaukee. Like, I was, like, watching my friend's friend's husband's mom's dog. Like, that kind of, like, crazy <laughs> connections. Like, things like that. And I love it. I, like walking dogs but I definitely prefer sitting them because you get more time with them it's like a little bit less um rushed and kind of like even just like unlocking the keys and like only being gone for a half hour and like I don't know that's that's a little bit like high pressure for me but I'm very easily frazzled so um but since then I continued doing it while I was in Seattle um before I moved to Portland so before I went back for Emily's wedding I was in Seattle and that's just like what I was doing for money at the time. And it was really great. And then I found out about like a, I think it's in the Midwest too, but it's like based out of the West coast Rover. And they do like more, um, it's kind of like getting a babysitter. Like, so I have a profile and it has like reviews of me and information about me and like what dogs I've walked and that kind of stuff. Um, and I found my little, baby boy who's not my dog so it's probably everyone thinks I'm crazy but Troy is like my favorite thing about Portland (laughs) he's this little like chubby he's not chubby but whatever he's like a ruby King Charles Cavalier Spaniel and he's perfect and great and so I found him and his sister Bailey who's also a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel and um like I met their human father <laughs> Alyssa probably thinks I'm like actually insane because I'm, <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty weird about animals <laughs> Alyssa already thinks it's a lot now I'm like my dog son's dad anyway <laughs> he um is from Michigan so we just like really hit it off and he's a veterinarian and um so I started dog sitting for him and he travels a lot for work because he's like the medical officer for Banfield um and so since then, since I have Troy, like, honestly, half the time, I'd say I just took myself off of the apps. But it's a it's a really good way to meet, like, hey, dogs. Like, it's always I, – I love to meet dogs. That made me feel way more comfortable when I first got here. And then um, you can also, like, make connections. Like, even though, I mean, I don't, like, hang out with the people who I dog sit for usually. Like, you're still making connections and, like, getting established in the city. So I think it's been just, like, awesome. And I 
highly recommend it to anyone who even if you only walk like two dogs because it's totally at your discretion what you choose to do on it like if you sign up um if you like dogs it's just like it's great and you might it could be like pretty good income too because people who love their dogs and have a lot of money spend a lot of money on their dogs and (laughs) it works for me I still can't believe I get paid to like hang out with creatures that I love but yeah highly recommend love dog walking and the best app I think to work on is probably rover over wag so rover and wag are the two apps that you have used yeah and wag just has really bad service like if you need support they don't they don't answer one time I was there was an aggressive dog and so I left the house and like cried because I just can't handle rejection even from a dog but he growled he growled at me and I was like trying to contact them and let them know hey like I'm not gonna walk this dog because like I think she's gonna bite me and they called me back like multiple hours later like it was not good um yeah just not not good support um but the, the app itself is fine. But, like, if you ever need help, like, good luck. So I recommend Rover. <laughs> um, so you touched on it a little bit, but I know Gianna moved there now. But how was it making friends, like, in a brand new place? So I think – I know in general, like, the, I mean, transitions are hard for everyone, I think. But they are really hard for me. And, like, even when I moved to Minnesota, like, you, I still, like, it's crazy that I knew you guys for, like, four months, and we still talk the seven and a half, not eight, <laughs> years later. And, like, I feel like I can make friends, like, as long as it's the right people, though, because I don't feel like I'm just, like, friends with anyone. Um, like, I just feel like I look for certain traits and friends. So, like, if I find the right people, like, that's awesome. And that happened for me at St. Thomas. When I first moved to Milwaukee, it actually took me quite a bit more time, um, and I wasn't happy to be there for a while, Um, but then it did happen, so, like, it just takes some time, and now, so far, like, I've made a few friends here, and there have been some people who are just, like, so nice, like, they're fully aware that I'm a new person in a new city and, like, kind of took me under their wing right away, which was super sweet, so I feel like it's I mean, it's okay to make friends, but it really depends on, like, your personality and how comfortable you are, like, initiating conversation and, like, initiating, like, hi, we're doing this together now, but, like, we should also hang out another time, which can be, yeah, and that's not what everyone's looking for. And as an adult, like, you know that you go places and you don't ever want to see those people again. So <laughs> it, it's true. Like, we all have those times where it's like, I am not here to make a friend. I'm here yeah. to take a CPR class or whatever it is. and so I'm really I feel very like grateful that I've made a few friends it's really awesome that Gianna's here and then you know I know her friends and she knows my friends like truly I could still probably go for a few more like 10 (laughs) 10 20 um I just I mean it takes time I I'll see like if moving positions because I'm looking to get another job um so maybe there, like, I'll meet people that way. Um, I'm trying to, like, befriend this guy who works at the Rite Aid, like, down the street because he's so nice. And I don't know how to transition from, like, just having, like, small talk at a at a convenience store to being, like, do you want to come to my apartment and hang out? <laughs> that sounds a little creepy. <laughs> I know. And Ben's, like, you cannot ask him that. I was, like, I feel like I can, like, find a way for it to not be weird. Maybe, like, get but, coffee or – but then, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not like, really going to say, like, do you want to leave right now? And come to- <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, I, I won't say that to him. But yeah, like get coffee or something. Like, but you have to be like willing to do that, and then also willing to accept if someone does not want to do that. So yeah, which I, I mean, I'm not willing to accept that, but it's worth a try. So I could definitely still go for some more friends. Feel free to move here. Send everyone we know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. Like my, I'm working like, on it. Yes, Emily. My ideal solution is like that everyone just moves here so that we can all have better weather and then we can live in Portland together, everyone. Or like the Pacific Northwest, anywhere. You could, Alyssa, you could live in Northern California. <laughs> Emily, Does that feel like in, a fit for me? I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you were assigning places, and I was like, huh, what does this say about your thoughts on us? But okay. Ooh, um, I can see you in Northern California, like in kind of a like quieter community that has like those circle streets. A retirement community? No, not <laughs> retirement. I'm picturing. I'm not picturing that at all. I'm picturing like young people and some people with kids, and like one person down the block who has like, I don't know, makes his own car. I have no idea. I don't even, what am I saying? <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, I guess Alyssa, I could see. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Where do you see Emily? Actually, I have talked to Emily about this. Yeah. I can totally see, because she wants to live out. Well, I mean, speak for yourself, Emily. But you said <laughs> that you wanted to live outside of like a bigger city, but not too far. Right. Yeah, that that's like my ideal because I would like to be closer to a city, but I think between the two of us, Matthew would like to be like further away from the city. So like an hour and a half ish outside is like the max that I would want to be because I still want to be able to like go somewhere for like concerts and fun events, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, you want to be able to go somewhere, especially if you're used to being from like Minneapolis it's there's a lot to do there yeah so what are your recommendations for us um so I can see you like really not north of Portland because like it's basically like a bunch of suburbs in between Portland and then suburbs in between Seattle that are just Mm -hmm. like so I don't see that for you I see you like a little bit more um like picturesque not like car lots off the highway I picture like mountains and trees <laughs> um so I can see you being like maybe I mean Ben's kind of far somewhere in between like Bend and Portland so that you could go to either I can see that um I would recommend staying on the um western side of the state though because it it does like snow a lot on the eastern side like they get a ton of snow it doesn't get as cold but it's definitely a different climate but yeah, somewhere like kind of near the coast, kind of near Portland, somewhere in that region. I really don't know the whole map of the area yet. But, yeah, so um, we we have a kind of a tour planned yeah. of places to see when we come in June. So we're going to go to, I have, I have cousins that live in Bend, but we're probably not going to get all the way down there. But we're going to go to Eugene and then drive back up along the coast and stay in Newport, Oregon. Yeah. Because I would love to be, like, coastal, but also have mountains nearby. And that's, like, my ideal is close-ish to the city, but also near mountains and the ocean. Yeah. Well, and, mi- is, and mild winter. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, yeah, I can see you, yeah, somewhere in between maybe, like, Eugene and Portland. Or, like, even, like, um, 
near the coast. Yeah, I mean the coast is very accessible. It's like an hour, an hour and a half. So, so we will see. Definitely doable. Ooh, I'm so excited to see what happens. When you were talking about friends and how you need like ten to twenty more, I thought of my coworker who always says, "A friend to all is a friend to none." And it took him a really long time before he called me a friend. And I was like, score, like, I won. But anyway, and then I thought of the fact that he is, was born in Russia. And how you used to do a Russian accent all the time. Oh, my gosh. I haven't done it probably since then. And the reason I did it anyway is because my sister was obsessed with the movie Despicable Me. And so we were just talking Russian accents. And oh gosh. apparently I was like... I'm going to go to college and do this Russian accent, see if anyone likes it. And we did. I know. I just, that was so strange. <laughs> Wait, what did we used to say in a Russian accent? I feel like there were a couple of phrases. Well, I remember one time specifically, it was like probably the second time in my life that I ever got drunk. And God bless. We, <laughs> and we were, I mean, it was what eight seven and a half years ago yeah and i mean i had never been drunk i just so i'm not judging i started speaking in a russian accent while i was drunk and like it became a thing for our friends and then going forward like specifically one of our friends would always be like where's your russian accent is it gonna come out tonight and every time I would even have a drink, they'd be like, Russian accent's going to come out. And, was, <laughs> and to this day, it's like, it was one time. <laughs> one time I had like a Russian eight, accent. Yeah, um, so, wait, where, was that at the Christmas party then? Yeah, okay. it was. Two times. <laughs> G times. G times. So yeah, you influenced me in my second time being drunk. I'm glad. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Sorry that that like lives on with you as your. That's okay. I, it's drunk I, person. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it's better than like if someone's like, "Okay, Emily, like you had one drink, flip another table." At least you just don't <laughs> Maybe that should be my go-to now. Next time. <laughs> yeah. Next time, just flip a table. <laughs> Okay, well, we have one final question for you, Chelsea, and it is the question we ask all of our guests. If you had a reality show about your life, what would it be called and why? Okay, so first, I would just like to say that I have been thinking about this since probably the second episode of your podcast, and I've been stressed about it. And today, I came up with this idea where it would be called let's make it a reality and then like in really small letters or in parentheses or something like show and so the whole show would be people pitching their idea for a reality show and then we like pick the best one but the show itself is also a reality show honestly it sounds kind of bad but also maybe like really trashy fun I don't know (laughs) I like it Thanks, Alyssa. I, I I didn't even know that like HGTV was reality shows until Emily told me. Yeah, she thought reality shows was just The Bachelor, basically. And yeah. I oh, I was like, I don't know I mean, anything about reality shows then. I used the... to watch The Real Housewives, though. <laughs> oh, see, yeah. I've never watched that. Oh, not good. There are degrees of trashiness when it comes to reality shows, but HGTV uh, is not always reality. It depends on the show, I think. That's but, true. Like, but do you think, like, Property Brothers is? 
Yeah, to some extent. I think there are certain parts that are real. You guys, <laughs> you guys, we have to improve this answer together. <laughs> what about like... Wait, it has to be about me, this reality show? Yeah, it's about your life. Oh my god. That's the question called, like, about you. get out of my house with that camera. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't want to be on a reality. Actually, one of my biggest fears in general is being like famous. Like I would hate the attention. I don't want anyone looking at me or like being in my window or like following my moves. So I would say get yeah, get that camera out of my apartment is what I would call my reality TV show. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> I'm like, it's terrible. But, <laughs> but I knew I was gonna just It would like... only last the pilot episode, but at least it's it would just be a me, show. Like, being really aggressive, like throwing stuff at the camera people. I feel like we could also you could have one about you walking dogs. Okay, and okay. Could, Ibaha men could be your like opening song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Who and let each the episode could be about Chelsea. different dogs. <laughs> I do let the dogs out. <laughs> yes. Okay. That okay, Alyssa, thank you so much for answering that question. Because you're right. That should and be then it. like each episode can focus on a different breed of dog. And yes. Talk about talk about the dog and just like it can be about their life too. And there could I be like a being kind of ironic, like funny. Could yeah. it be like kind of funny? I'm picturing like a spoof on the bad, like not, like yes, like a spoof. Like give them more personality than they actually have. Yeah, like, there's gonna be a yes. villain dog that everyone, all the other dogs hate. Yes, like... I I love this idea a lot already. I would watch this show as long as I wasn't on it. <laughs> okay, we'll hire an actor to play you Thank in your own you. reality show. Ooh, who would play me in my reality show? I want it to be Amy Poehler, but it's probably not. <laughs> I was thinking, like, Kristen Bell, but... Wait, I have to... I don't know any celebrities. I'm Googling. Both of of those are kind of old, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, that's so nice that you would say that Kristen Bell would play me. (laughs) She's so beautiful and funny. She's so funny, yes. Oh. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much for being a guest on Floral Couch Conversations. Thank you for having me. I love you guys. And I appreciate that you think I'm interesting enough to be on your podcast. And if you need more Chelsea content, I would recommend checking out on YouTube. Shit, Emily Ewing says. Oh, great. It's good. It's a good time. It's pretty entertaining. That's the only YouTube video I probably ever made. And I have to say it's really accurate. Honestly, like, I think I do a pretty good Emily impression. Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversation. You can find us on Anchor, Podcoin, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check us out on floralcouchconversations.com. Follow us on Instagram, Floral Couch Conversations, and Facebook. Email us if you have any questions or requests, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.